Record of Mortimus has harsh language, crude jokes, and some descriptions of extreme violence. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome. Hey, this is the season finale, man. Um, wow. 12 episodes. We made it, kind of. Yeah. I don't know if that's what you want to call it. Uh, season one, episode 12 of Record of Mortimus. Um, I'm Nick Nelson, your host. Uh, joined with my co-hosts, Peter, Neil, Seth, and Jackie Boy. Um, yeah, this is... Uh, that was our last episode for, well, who knows? It might be indefinite. I don't know. We'll see what happens with the fucking season. Um, it won't be indefinite, but it's a, we do need to get our process moving. So. Yeah. That's one way of putting it. Well, That's indefinite really means like it doesn't, <laughs> no one knows. What do you mean we need to get our process smoother? My process is, you mean like we just need to figure out a day where everybody could show up and, you know, fucking commit four hours? Yeah. I mean, that's part of it. I mean, that's yeah. literally all you guys need to do. <laughs> I mean, really? It's just oh, you're gonna show up and game for four hours? We used to do that, remember? Like that used to be a thing we did. But I remember when we did it when we weren't talking to somebody. Yeah, you're not talking to somebody. You're looking at me. Look at me. Did Look you at just, me. You just tap the fucking thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the microphone. Yeah. Shake. Whatever we. Whatever. You know what? Neil was doing that for too. fucking years, anyways. Mm-hmm. Neil was like, "I've got an audience." In his own head. No. And he'd be like, I just, you know, I don't want to look stupid. To who? No, 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 no. There's nobody to look stupid to other than yourself. No, you're misunderstanding what I was saying. I don't want my character to look stupid. You guys were my audience. Jesus. Oh. I hit you, Neil. You know, I'm right. He he wanted our (laughs) movie. He our gaming movie to fucking play out the way he wanted it to fucking make. Just make my character look cool. So but those, I, okay, I, so those gaming dreams come. Those gaming dreams are a thing. Yeah, oh, fuck like if, after, yeah. after you have a great session, and you have those gaming dreams. Like, I've never oh had that. yeah, I've not had that. Sadly. Never. I wish oh? I did. No. no oh, never had that damn, either. that's the best. No gaming. Gaming dreams are very cool. I uh, you know the 
I mean, I've had gaming dreams, but not after sessions, and it wasn't about any games that we were playing. No, it's just your dreams. Your dreams are more uh, like vivid. Like after like a really good, fucking long session, you got really vivid dreams, man. Then um, everybody does a playback. You know what I mean? Yeah, everybody do does the, a rewind. You get home, you're in bed. You're yeah, in bed. even if you're, if it wasn't your character being cool, you're still like, that was still pretty cool. Like if somebody else does something really cool, you know, like we were talking like like uh, the epicness of like. You know, flying through the air, all Dante's Inferno style, you know, with a fucking two-handed, two-handed with your fucking heels hitting the back of your head, hitting the giant monster, you know? Like, what is that, God of War type shit, you know? Well, cool, yeah. I have to say, uh, the, the the best part of the last episode that was aired was... Uh, episode 9.5? Yeah, was uh, Badia saying, that's because you're old and feeble. <laughs> to Mortimus, and Mortimus goes, I'm not feeble. Because he is old. <laughs> he's not stupid. He knows he's old. <laughs> it was a good episode, right? These fucking jack-offs haven't listened to it yet. But uh, it was really good. I just said I, just I didn't, wasn't it. pointing to you. Oh. I was pointing to the love seat. I'm not part of the uh, the love seat. The fucking love seat ain't so lovable right now. <laughs> fucking yeah, we're usually the it's good It's the one. best episode. Yeah, uh, it was Jane a good episode. 9.5. Jane agreed, too. When she was done listening to it, she was like, wow, that was really awesome. It was a good episode, man. Yeah. It was a really good fucking... It was entertaining. By the way, penis joke. All right, here we go. Now Dude, we I just vacuumed in you, you fuck. God, you bastard. Well, now, now we can start the session. <laughs> well, so what's your penis joke? No, that was it. Just penis joke. The timing's <laughs> off, but, you know, penises are funny. They bounce around and shit. <laughs> we already went through this. Can we have one episode where we're not talking about weenies? No. No. Uh. No, it's a tradition at this point. Yeah. You can't like skip it in the last You can't episode. force it. You can't force it. But we were about to start the session without a penis joke, so it had to be forced. Sometimes it's at the end of the session. Hang on here. You can't, you, There's a joke there about forcing, forcing a penis. penis. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's like, don't force a penis on me. <laughs> I'll take the penis when I'm ready for it. Uh, you always make it so real, Jake. Uh, <laughs> you, always, uh, you know, people give give me a hard time about the fucking episode three. And and Jake's he, uh, always the one with the Jake, fucking Jake, weird and, shit. And, and then Jake goes the, mm. the extra mile. Mm. <laughs> Look at <Sorry>. Jake's. <laughs> I was gonna say something about forcing my penis into a cantaloupe, and you uh, like, took it to the next level. What? Yeah, <laughs> All right. What's so up? You've what? done what? that. What? What? <laughs> I don't want to be on the love seat anymore. <laughs> Can we share? I don't, don't want to be a love seat. I don't want to be a love seat. Can we switch seats? No, no tradesies. Damn it! I'll trade with you, Jay. All right. <laughs> yeah, you, can't, you can't fuck me up with the last episode. Here. Oh, and, and, and I will not sit next to Jake on 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 a full blown couch because he will turn it into a love scene. It's <laughs> the funniest thing. This ain't a love scene, like motherfucker. And, 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 and you'll still somehow spill his drink. So what's your point? Yeah. <laughs> Grab my dick. I spill his drink. That's the rule. That's fair. We left off. Uh, you guys were doing a couple of things. Um, Badius had went through the secret tunnel out of it into get the fuck off your phones. I know where we left off. Pulling up a character. Yeah, that's one of my character sheet. And my dice. So who did you collect at the tree then, Badius, since you know what happened? Well, there was some wild elves. How many? (laughs) Jesus Christ. Twenty? 20 wild elves. There was some little entlings. How many? I don't know. I think you said like 15 or 12. 10. Whatever. And then there's like the big ones. Ents? Yeah. An ironclad armor? Mm-hmm. How many? I think you said five. 10. 
Whatever. You just you didn't know until you just listened to it, and you're giving a hard time. You just went through the whole fucking thing. I won't tell you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You just have a fucking refresher. This this motherfucker is just pulling it out of his ass, and he's pretty damn close. What do the what do the ants look like in our world? Because I know what a tree ant looks like in Tolkien world, but what do they look like in Obesia? Because if they're ironclad, they got to look fucking badass. I haven't decided what they look like yet because I didn't describe them in the last episode. I mean, I see them looking like um, uh, a lot of people would just either go with like a formless like golem thing, like a tree ant. Right, right, yeah. right. But that's not what I would imagine. I would imagine like um, like oh, they're the, still humanoid, right? Yeah, yeah. I would imagine like because the entlings were humanoid, right? I would imagine like like if you were to carve a dude out of wood. Yeah, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like even and and like, is there still like leaves and shit growing on them? No, No, they probably got some like uh, bark left on. I mean, I would imagine maybe maybe a tree branch coming out of their neck or something. A little short one, a little leaf. I I don't know. I I I I wouldn't because when I think of like, just like a wood giant. Yeah, that's what I would think of, like a wood giant, like something that's just literally because if you're if you're you wouldn't just like mash a bunch of stuff together and just like, eh, just like no if you're gonna fucking make something forge a human yeah, you or would a, carve a being it out you of would literally wood. carve it out of wood yeah. and so I would I would imagine like a being that's carved out of wood fucking sinewy fucking bulky badass looking fucking dude but yeah cool. I would it's imagine different. that but with like um like the facial features being really just placid dull yeah like no real facial features it's almost like like just kind of like Odo from DS9. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I like that description of, of the ensign in Obisia. Like everything else, uh, they're just more aggressive, I, I imagine. And ironclad is probably elven ironclad because the elves probably made them. I can only imagine the elves... Are uh, endlings the same way? Just like carved? The endlings already described them. They were like... Um, or are they like tree people? They were like little tree people, but they're like... Little tree hobbits or little tree goblins. Yeah, exactly. So Badius climbs through. Uh, there's in the middle of the courtyard where you guys were all kind of congregated at the moment. Um, where where Badius left in the sewer grate, he comes out of it. And like he says, he comes out with ten particularly large ironclad ants, ten of them, ten wolf riding entlings. They climb out of this fucking grate with all their wolves. And then 20 wild elves from No Man's Cross. And wild elves in and this fuck world. that leaf armor shit. They're wearing leather armor. Badass looking leather armor. I, someone said something about leaf armor? No, but whenever you think of like D&D and like wild, you think like, oh, it's leaf armor. No, fuck that. That's stupid. Right, now these guys are wearing, yeah, badass leather armor. But it's still elven leather armor. And um, the different, like wild elves in this Obisia... Are exactly how you would imagine them. They're like they're like a native wild people, <laughs> you know, like like Native Americans, like back in the 1800s. They're they're kind of I don't want to say shaved it. up on the sides. Oh, man. A lot of they're, like dreadlocks. They're, they're not savage, but anybody no. who would think that that like anybody who hasn't a lot of facial tattoos, prone to disease, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of facial tattoos, like super sharp dagger-like ears like i said yeah. high shaven head i mean any, anybody in supposed civilized obesia might consider them savage savage but they're they're wild what you would exactly imagine a wild elf being that's what they are they're uh they're a tribal elf from from the woods right 
and they're heavily armed and it looks like they're ready to fight and then as Badius crawls out of this hole he fucking chucks the head of the magistrate right onto the ground and it makes this thud sound because heads don't bounce they just clunk so it's it, like the beginning of gladiator yeah, it makes this like fucking thunk sound as it hits the ground it doesn't bounce it just rolls a little bit once it hit, does that and the magistrate's tongue is hanging out and his fucking eyes are all rolled back and yeah it's pretty pretty gnarly and like i said as i ended the last episode all of the legionnaires get fucking on edge and start getting antsy and start acting they're moving around they're acting aggressively they're speaking marmon to each other it's not it's not okay I Thousands of years of wars, driven by elder gods and demigods, leaving nothing left in its path but chaos. Sagittarius Troy, the emperor of Chaos Army, in the country of Marmo, has just shy of conquered every country in Obisia. Driven by madness and the only elder god left to man, monster, or fae folk, Lucritus, god of Hades and master of deception. Yet, Amidst all of this are still heroes waiting for their chance to bring balance to chaos and maybe a fragment of light to the Dark Continent. I, Mortimus of the Primes, one of the last few remaining subordinate celestials of the ancient gods, tasked to aid man and creature alike, tirelessly search for these heroes and hopefuls and maybe influence them to the will of the ancients. I may have found these heroes deep in the foothills of the north of the country called Farin. For this is the record of Mortimus, and this is my telling of the Obsidian Deathhead. The sky is clouded and shrouded with clouds and fog and mist and Looks like there's some smoke in there from the city also. Um, a light snow falls. Winds howl from the north. And an array of strange lighting kind of beaming through the clouds and mist and whatnot. Colorful lighting um, kind of looms from the lake area towards the town. And there's this strange kind of noise in the air. Um, 
it's colder. It's starting to get colder than it was the night before. And um, there may be a storm coming. Like I said, Badius and all these elves and ants and antlings and wolves climb from this grate. And Badius is the last one out and he throws the head of the magistrate. And all of the legionnaires and then the castle and the keep, they're all watching you guys climb out and they see this. And they all start kind of walking forward and the commander also starts walking forward and they're kind of got their drawns, draw, swords drawn at the moment. And everybody's kind of, everybody else in the keep is kind of looking at you guys like, uh-oh, what do we do? And you guys are all staring at each other. I'm staring at you. I want to kill some shit. Where did you run into him? It seems that your friend who may or not may not be controlling people's minds either had the dwarf resurrect him or the dwarf resurrected him on his own. Either way, when I went to the tree, he was there trying to set it on fire. He was not in the right mind. I tried to reason with him. He wasn't hearing it. You see me holding my bird. It's dead. Your bird's dead? Yeah, Nick yeah. fucking killed it like an asshole. Oh, bummer. Yeah, I, I didn't tell you session. to put your bird on the magistrate. You decided to do that. And the magistrate yeah. rolled against it and he killed it. Yeah, and it also gave me an opportunity to fucking kill him because the magistrate was obviously retarded fucking rolling. But anyways. That's why I don't like mm-hmm. bringing animals into this world. Yeah, they're going to die. It's this all is the guy die. that has a cat. <laughs> We have not spoken about this cat, and you leave him alone. Cat's been <laughs> in the podcast. Uh-huh. I did what I had to do. I separated his head. I didn't want him being resurrected again and used as a, against us again. So Kara's this far gone that she would even tr- let her own father die for her cause. Not just die. I set his body on fire and brought his head back here. I didn't know what else to do. These men are nervous about seeing their leader... In this state. Octavius, you should reassure them. I am not a local. Take out my cloak. Wrap his head up. It's going to take a... uh, Charisma... And leadership? Oh, yeah. Uh, Jackie boy, you can do something new now, too to aid your role and leadership. What's that? Um, Octavius, after being knighted, you actually have an ether point to spend towards leadership also and burn. Um, so you, you can go ahead and roll that now if you want. Uh, yeah, I can touch into a little bit of life and reach out to them. You, you have one ether point then? Yeah. I didn't draw on that. I just went with the leadership and charisma, and Peter looked at it. I've got three tens and an eight. Yeah, could could uh, there isn't nasty. a person in this keep right now that isn't listening to you? Pick up his head, walk over to him. Walk over to who? The legionnaire commander. I'm not here as your enemy. If you make me so. 
that can happen. But right now, his own daughter turned against us. We've been looking and digging into the spell. She's been working on this for years with the sheriff and everybody else. And she's been playing us for years. The book that she did all this shit with is sitting on his shelf upstairs. And you're allowed to see it if you want to. We're not your enemy. Bury your lord. He deserved justice, but not in this fashion. His own family betrayed him. We need as many people as we can to take her down. If you want justice, if you want your divine vindication, stand with us. Protect these people. Take her down. Destroy her, destroy her undead, and destroy her sheriff. Get justice for your lord. Who killed him? I did. Why? She mesmerized him. He was unnatural. And resurrected him. I tried to save his life. He would not listen to reason. He was not of sound mind. There was something wrong with him. He's going to roll empathy on you. I'll show him my wound. And your dead bird. It was not so easy. You took on the magistrate. I did. And defeated him? I did. Who's in charge here? For now, I'm in charge. Until we put in something of a solid government. I have some information to divulge to you. And whoever you deem as your advisors. I trust these men. Is there a place quiet where we can speak? We'll step inside. Grimdorf. Cal. Badias. You guys go inside? Uh, before I do, I mm-hmm. hand uh, my bird to one of the elves. I start wrapping it up. On this inside. weird leaf. Mm-hmm. If we survive this night, we'll bury your magistrate and your bird and my family. You guys go inside. And you guys go into the office of the magistrate. As you guys walk into the office, uh, there are books thrown around and scattered around everywhere from when you guys were researching. Uh, The fires lit calmly in the corner of the office. And uh, the legionnaire walks in there. He's the same commander that you've talked to before. He takes off his helmet again. And you guys kind of sit around in the, in the office, and any open seats that you see and whatnot, or stand, whatever you choose to do. The commander leans up against the fireplace and he kind of looks to you guys. Our magistrate sent for reinforcements. Four days ago, we got bird call back. We are not to get in reinforcements. We're on our own here. Perception and empathy, just a beat. Oh, look at your character. You already said that. Mm-hmm. You are on your own. It's worse than that. How? 
We don't even have a, have a way home. They're abandoning you here? <laughs> and yet you they still have them. abandoned it, us here. You have this letter. Then why continue to offer your servitude? Just for mom, and that's what we do. He throws the letter on the table. I'll pick it up. It states, hold your jurisdictions until further notice. You will not get reinforcements. You are representing the Marmond Empire, and we expect you to act in this resolve until further notice. Was this meant for the magistrate? Yes. I'm only a commander of legionnaires. I do not know how to govern. I know how to defend this keep. And you know how to fight and die. Of course I do. And that is what you should do. I would just much rather gather my men and head back to Marmon territory if it was up to me. You don't think your commander deserves justice? I am a commander. You talking about the magistrate? magistrate? There's still a criminal. A Marmon criminal. Who? His daughter. And the sheriff. Whether or not he's being controlled or not is yet to be seen. But they're both criminals. Speaking of Cara Demir. Cara Demir. She's responsible for all of this. Ironfall. They both may be responsible. She had dwarven tattoos all down her back. My troops tell me they have seen a Marmond Archon snooping around the territory. But he has yet to make himself known to us. We were were warned about him. He leans in real quietly to you guys. If he's here, it's not good. I assume he's here to collect whatever that is. Or Kara. I don't know. But I've heard of him. He has a name. It has a name. Diavarian is its name. And he is the right hand of Marmond. Maybe he can help destroy this thing. He's not going to help us. I can promise you that. He's only here for his own personal gain. If they can't destroy such a thing, what would they gain? If Kara is what you say she is. So we let him take her. Problem solved. Right? No. What if they turn this thing on other people? Now speak to the endlings, see if they heard anything through the trees. See if there's anyone walking through there. They'll know. They'll know if your man is here, whatever it is, or anyone else. We will hold the wall and defend this fortress. And that is all. If we live through this, you're free to go. There are bigger things at stake for now. Are there not? Do you know from what you're defending this wall? The dead. Do you know how to do so? I know how to smash a skeleton. I know how to smite a being until it doesn't move anymore, if that's what you mean. Lovely. So then perhaps we'll get through the night. We'll worry about tomorrow tomorrow. As you say that, a really low rumble stretches across the sky, um, echoes everywhere, and shakes the keep a little bit. You guys kind of look to each other. If we all survive, the commander says, this night, I have no intentions of dying in this shithole. I think all of us have the intentions of surviving through the night. we're, We're in the same boat right now. Then it's not going to happen if we're pulling daggers and waiting. Do you guys even have a plan on how to defeat this thing? Yes. You have... Do we have your word 
that you're going to defend this keep until that you no longer can either defend this keep. If I have your word that we are allowed to release, we are released I have afterwards. A, I don't see a problem with that. I can't make the decision, but I have no problem with you. I definitely have a problem with it, but you guys do what you want. More to the point, our rivalry can wait. That's what I would fucking said half an hour ago. I will never forgive your people for what they have done to mine. But that's not relevant today. Octavius, it was not easy what we did. Myself, I've served in West Pergamon for 25 years. Started as a legionnaire, wallman. Now I serve as commander of West Pergamon. It was not easy to take your family. Then finish this night with us. We'll bury our dead in the morning. My condolences. He walks out. I shall speak to the Entlings, see if they've seen anything in the trees. The trees see things and they speak. I'll be back. We may need to split our efforts. You have an idea? Where is that bell? The bell is located. It's here. in this tower. Yeah, the bell tower. is in this tower. And I'll pull out the books that we were looking at that has. You see Octavius. He kind of pushes all of the fucking um, magistrate shit off the desk that was there. And he puts one book down, which is the page that you guys pulled the original fucking chains of binding from. He puts book down and he starts flipping through pages. Him and Grimdorf are both standing at the table and they're flipping through pages, showing you stuff as they're talking. Well, this is real beautiful, but what does it mean? She's been working on this for years, building up the power. There is a bell in this tower that if it has enough power behind it, can turn around the summons and send these things home. Is that just myth or is it something you know to be true? Uh, it's in the books. Nobody This has. book has already summoned the Obsidian Death Head. No, Kara summoned the Obsidian Death Head. With the power of this book. So there's truth to this myth. The problem is the key is the only thing that I can think of. That wretched near piece of flesh. That's strong enough to power this thing. Which, which means we need somebody to go back to the lake. It's still connected to his hand. And get the key so we can power this bell well, the keys and the send lake. this bitch home. No. I severed his hand. The magistrate was holding the key. The key was pulling him towards Kara. I removed it from him. I assume that it's still on her or in his hand near her. They're still there at the lake. There's no one knows those woods better than the wildlings. I'll send my men. You may want to take the thief. I was going to suggest you take Cal as well. Oh, I was already thinking about that. Yeah, okay. he's he's really. I, well, then good. say it. I have an eye for Cal. Mm -hmm. Well, then say it, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> so, Cal, are you actually going to do something? What do you want? I can get us close, but I can't. I have no thieving abilities. I have no abilities of pickpocketing or snatching or whatever it is. And I've seen what you can do. To say that you can't thieve would be a lie. If I got you close enough, could you get that flesh without being seen? Or die trying. Yes. I believe I can. Then you will defend this place and we shall get that flesh. If we fail, do you have a backup plan? <laughs> 
reconvene Run! here at the keep Run! and defend ourselves as <laughs> much as possible. Dick out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Then I would use that sewer grate as a last resort to get the women and children out. If anything, I would send them into those tunnels now. So they're prepared to flee if we need to? Yes. Well, we do have mercenary knights here. Under the employ of the Merchant's Guild. We can use them to escort the people out of the keep. Same way you entered and exited. Not a horrible idea. I shall leave one of the elves. I'll take them through the wilds and get them to safety. Keep them off the roads. It will be advisable. How long do you think we have before she gets here? I mean, if you guys look out the window now, you can see the head floating Oh, probably okay. 150 feet in the air with tentacles smashing through the town. And there are townspeople still out there. And it's uh, absorbing them. Uh, and it's okay. recruiting them. Damn it. We tried to get them in. Um, it's hard. this really... There's no sound coming from it. It's ominous. It's this fucking... It's the... I mean, it's, it's a skull with a mound on the back of it and these huge horns wrapping around and it's black as night and it has all of these tendrils coming out of it. Fat, thick, fucking bulbous-like tendrils smacking around, fucking crushing through buildings, it's like tackling a, people. But it's like, a, it's like a Final Fantasy, the spirit within, how they're, they're like those ghostly, like they would pass through people and stuff. It can, yeah. And then when it does pass through. a terrifying movie. Yeah. And the movie's it, actually kind of cool. And when, yeah, it, it awesome. when, it, when, it passes, when it passes through people, it immediately deadens them and resurrects them at the same time. I'm going to go hire the, uh, the, the mercenary knights. I'm going to go talk to one of the Entlings when it's on my turn. Okay. Grimdor, if you walk up to Ophelia and she's standing there with all the knights... Well, if that's what you want to call them. Yeah, mercenary knights were a thing. How can I help you, Grimdorf? What's our orders? We need to get these people out of here. No shit. Oh, our knights are the only ones capable. They're not going to do this for free. No. I'm not saying that it's a time to... <sighs> capitalize. I can we pay are the, them. But we are the killed. I can pay them. After they escort the people out of here... They where, can, where are they going to take these people? Castle Dunier is only a two-week journey by foot. Is it north of Marion? I believe so. Will you arrange a price for them? I will. And your honor speaks of it? Of course. I do not tell lies. I'll arrange it then. What will you have of me... We could use every hand available, but it will be dangerous. If you believe that you could mend wounds or build battlements, you may stay. Otherwise, I recommend you leave as well. I should probably go with the mercenaries. I'll send word to the Citadel and let them know of our, pro our issues here in town. And our loss. Very good. We'll take a break there for a minute.
I'll walk out to where the Entlings are. You hear them kind of talking to each other. They're hanging out. It's like a cool shot of them all hanging out with their wolves. And they're like fucking talking shit to each other. And then they see you kind of walk in. They all like, you know, speaking their little Entling language to each other as you're walking up to them. I'll speak Akari. They're super cool. I mean, they're wolf riders. Of course they're cool. <laughs> Can you speak to the wind? Is there anyone out in those woods? Anything we should know about? Have any of your endlings seen anything? Well, there's all kinds of things out there. Anything we should know about? Archons, wizards, sorcerers, men that don't belong here. Oh, two. There are two. Two. Look at you guys. We know of one, one named Diavarian, the uh, Chaos Archon. A Marmon. Yes. There's another one. Another what? Another Marmond. There's two Marmons out there? Yes. They were arguing on the peak. They were arguing? Yes. Think they're trying to steal it? I don't know. I look at one of the big ants. Yo, come here. What? How fast are you? I can be very fast. Drop to a knee, please. He looks back at the other ants. And you see the one elf female that you were talking to when the tree collapsed. She kind of gives him the signal, like, go ahead. He goes to a knee. Come on, cow. We're going for a ride. Ooh, but, uh... These uh, ants and ironclad are about 13 foot tall. Where am I taking you? I have a plan. This is not a good one. It's the only one I have. Okay. Good luck out there, gentlemen. Be who's safe. The second, who's the second fastest ant? I am an ant. I can tree shape. What do you want me to shape into? Oh, you the said they're 13 feet tall. They can take both of us. Yeah, I know that's what we're doing. Yeah. yeah, but he can tree shape, so he can take a different shape. I look at one of the wolves. You see him, and he twists and forms around, and you see him take a shape as a 13-foot creature would shape into a wolf, so that size. I got that picture in my head. All right. I'll climb up on it. It's still wearing the ironclad armor, though. Come on, cow. But it's not a wolf. It's made out of wood, obviously. We're going to try to get you as close as possible. Grab Cal's shoulder as he's getting ready to get on. Hey, buddy. Remember, she's not our friend anymore. We'll see. Don't die for her. I buried enough family today. You come back. I'll do my best, brother. I get out the wolf. Walk over to you guys. I have a confession to make. You're not going to like it. Go ahead. If we fail to get this flesh, I'm not going to die here. I've done my part. This is not my home. You've done more than your part. I won't hold it against you if you run. Fuck, I'd probably run. This town will remember you. I just wanted to be clear, that's all. I'm here for the wilds, not for your people. If shit goes sideways, take Cal with you. We'll meet you at Count Dune Ur Capsule 
or Karen Dunya. Grimdorf. Yes. You know allegiances to these people either. No, I don't. That's not what you're here, though, is it? I never asked you. You something to prove or something. I do have my reasons. Well, if it's any consolation, I hope you, just, you find what it is you're looking for. And you as well. I suspect your reasons or mine are close, if not the same. I reach out my hand to you, Grimdorf. I reach up to. It's been an honor fighting to your side. May we both live to see the other side. The world needs more Trinidine Rangers, not less. The world needs more dwarves as well. That it does. Come on, Cal, let's go get this flesh. Let's go. Draw my sword and salute as they leave. Wild. They look at you. Our job is to get him as close as possible to that beast and that woman riding it, or whatever she is. We'll act as a distraction as I get him close, and then I'm going to drop him off, and then we're going to continue to be a distraction so we can try to steal what it is that he's looking for. We need to go to the lake first. What's at the lake? You see the elves like look at each other, and they start speaking elven to each other. That's what I thought. I think she cast the spell. It's still there. It would be guarded then. Maybe. We'll see. Cal, how sure are you that you can get this thing? If you can get close enough, can you even grab it? Or is this... <laughs> Cal, you got fucking liquefied last time you tried grabbing this thing. Uh, <laughs> 50-50. <laughs> That's a good answer. I look at the elves when he says that. Fucking thick elf. We don't associate with him. <laughs> she says that as serious as possible. Like, re- like we're in of no relation. <laughs> I reach out my hand for you, Cal. Are you single? What? Yes. I'll help him up. I'm, I'm going to do my best to try to get you as close as possible, Cal. When you find a chance to get off, do your thing. Will do. Are you guys taking the tunnel? No, we're going to go out the door because I don't want to draw any more. If that thing's in the town, I don't want to draw any attention to that tunnel. I say we go out the gate. Okay. You guys go to the gate. The gate opens up for you by the Legionnaires. Um, and you guys ride off. Octavius, you make your way back to the tower. Or not the tower, but the, uh, the keep. You're in the uh, magistrate's office again. Just looking through the books. And you see Mortimus walk in the room. He starts kind of sifting through the books. Good to see you, friend. It's a bit of nonsense in here. Any of it worth a damn? Maybe this one. He pulls a a book from the shelf. A day in the life of the prime. (laughs) (laughs) Yours? No. Rather despicable prime. Some lesser prime. <laughs> Damn, I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> a pirate. 
Fucking Trinicus. We have fucking. The only one pompous enough to write a book. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's so true. (laughs) Octavius, I didn't have. I didn't have a moment to tell you my condolences about your family. What a terrible thing to happen to them. You didn't see this in your visions. Would I change the future? What point would that be? Because then we could have changed the outcome. Maybe I don't want to. You want the future to be bleak and dark? Who said the future is bleak and dark? I never did, did I? As your friend said, I just see it a bit further down the road. Maybe you had to lose your family and your farm. It was the only thing that was going to get you to follow through with the greater things that are planned for your life. Until that happened, you would have stayed farming, wouldn't you not? Absolutely. I wouldn't have gone anywhere. I would have stayed with my father at his side for as long as I could have. And when he passed, I would have tended to his people and his land. You're following a good group. We all wear the same armor for a reason. We all believed in the same thing at one time. It's nice to see. It's nice to see strengthen on it. But Farine fell for a reason. Something went wrong. Fuck the Farine and Farinian. That is nothing. They followed a, they followed a devil, at one time. The knights did not, the champions didn't. They didn't follow this devil, the hide that you go seek now. No, they still prayed after, Laurel. Yeah. Shangri herself, the late wife of this hide that you seek. The mother of the child you saw in that cave. She was on the verge of becoming a demigod herself and creating her own plane. And it was intimidating to Lucritus. And he put an end to it. That's why they started with Farine. The old emperor was very close to Sagittarius Troy. Very close. From the same ilk. Brothers, if you will. Both demon children. It's okay. What is happening, all of this, it's okay. It's all serving a purpose. The wheel of fate. You lost today, uh, you lost today kid. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean you have to like it. Yeah. God, what a great scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. 
Octavius, you could all die here tonight. And you wouldn't care. No, I would. How is it that you want me to tell your story? Are you going to survive? Am I going to say something grandeur of your story? Or are you going to die like a fool? I'm sorry, Octavius, about your family. I am. And I wish you good luck. I hope you have a story to tell. And I didn't waste my time here. He starts walking out the room. I forgive you. For what? For not telling me. And I hope it's not a waste. And I hope to see you again in a bar with drinks. You're a peculiar little man. (laughs) (laughs) Grimdorf, you make your way from talking to Ophelia and you climb the wall ladder on the wall of the keep. And from there you can look off across the whole plateau that kind of leads up to this keep where you guys rode the carriage couple episodes back there's a strange still in the air and on the wall you can see that there are the remaining uh, keep legionnaires up there and the mercenaries are up there and then you can see some of the townsfolk are also up there ready to fight it's been a while since you saw Badius and his elves and entlings and ents leave the keep and the castle gate has been shut for about 20 minutes now at this time you hear a strange howl coming from the town there isn't a lot of devastation or smoke or fire coming from there it doesn't seem like there's a lot of destruction coming from the town just a low rumbling and you can see kind of over the buildings and whatnot where the death head is at and it's getting closer and closer. Finally, the road that goes up to the keep the death head pours out onto. And with the death head are minions of death, fallen townspeople who have been resurrected, and six of those death head champions that I told you about And in front of them, you see Kara. She's fully dressed now. She's wearing a dark gray gown. It looks like to be some kind of terry cloth type of gown. And over the gown, she's also got armor on. White armor like the other Deathhead champions. On her head, she's wearing a white, kind of flat white um, crown piece around her head and her hair is tied up in the back she's leading the death head the death soldiers and the death champions up the road and towards the keep and she stops just shy of about uh, a couple probably about a hundred yards from the walls of the keep and she walks a little bit closer just out of range from the arrows The death head looms, towering above the dead soldiers. Um, The strange arcs of silent lightning striking off of it into the clouds. But it doesn't move forward. 
and it doesn't whip its tendrils about like it was in the town. And it looks like they've collected plenty of townsfolk to join their undead army. As she walks forward a little bit, you see to her right the sheriff. And he stands next to her. And to her left, the six deathhead champions. Um, I don't know if you counted before, but they seem to be missing one. This is where we make our stand. Octavius, you make your way out of the, uh, the office and you're walking along the wall to where Grimdorf is and you see what Grimdorf sees. And you see Kara. She looks normal. She looks healthy and alive. Her hair's tied up and she's wearing some fucking wicked armor. But she looks like Kara. Octavius, if you wish to talk to your friend, now is the time. Octavius, is that you? She says. It is me. Take off my helmet. Rub my long, flowing blonde hair. Let the ears show a little bit. You look tired. I am tired. Are you here to turn yourself in? (laughs) Come down and arrest you? On whose order? On mine. You have no law here, Octavius. You know that. Until something better is founded. Even your father's legionnaires are following my lead right now. So turn him in over to us and walk away from the tower, Octavius. I am not here to hurt you. We're friends. Make a good case. (sighs) Consider it. Perception and empathy just just to be certain. There you go. But I really don't trust her right now. I got two tens. Two tens? Yes. She's serious. Seems to be. Octavius, I don't want to hurt you. Take a small handful of your friends and leave. You have no reason to stay here. Not anymore. This doesn't involve you. I don't want to hurt you. Don't make me hurt you. Kind of funny. You put this all in motion. (laughs) Of course I did. You murdered my family. I didn't murder your family. My father did. You want to blame somebody? Blame him. What do you think would happen whenever this all went into play? Octavius, I'm not here to... to We went to fetch your toy, and my family paid the price. I know, and I'm sorry for that. I really am. I meant for you to find all of the clues that I left for you. Because I couldn't trust anyone else here. And I knew that you and Cal would do it. Unquestionably. And I thank you for that. And that's why I'm allowing you to leave with a small group of friends. Let me have this keep. What about the people that just got murdered in your wake? Don't worry about them. They're going somewhere nice. They're dying. We all die. All of us. We all die. There's no way around that. You don't have to die today, Octavius. No. We all get to choose how we die. No, you don't. No one gets to choose that. What the fuck? Carson. <laughs> Carson chooses how he dies. Chooses <laughs> when you die. And your day doesn't have to be today. 
of the choices leaving these people here and taking a small retinue of my people and leaving, I'll stay here. I'm not abandoning this people. I'm not going You don't owe these people anything to let Octavius. you kill anymore. You've murdered enough. This stops here. This stops now. If I have to die doing it, by Laurel's light, I'll fucking do it. Octavius Laurel <laughs> doesn't exist invoking anymore. Invoking Laurel, huh? Pull out the sword. Put on the hat. She starts backing up, and you see six fallen Deathhead champions walking up to the gate. They meander all up, and they look all cool. Each of them have a different type of weapon. One has a sword. The other one's got a big spear. The other one's got, like, this huge ball and chain um, with spikes all over it. And they, they all look equally as badass, but in different kinds of way. And their fans look a little bit different than each other. Um, one of them's a little lot larger than the other one. And the one up front kind of looks up to you and then looks back to Kara and she kind of shakes her head and he looks back to you and he puts his finger up to you, his bony hand and you hear in this, and you see him go like, like like too bad and then you hear this weird voice come from him as he says you should have listened to your friend now I get to have my way with you and then as he says that Two arms Grimdorf jumps off the wall and mm-hmm. smashes his head I guess I have to roll for initiative first That's yeah. You would definitely have to roll for initiative first. <laughs> <laughs> You were saying <laughs> At that oh, moment split Just like everyone else So just after he says that All of the undead that is standing with him Whether they be people from the town or uh, creatures from the the gate back on the lake. Um, there's even kind of ethereal looking spirits out there and whatnot. They all start rushing towards the, uh, the keep. And I want you guys to go ahead and roll initiative. You notice one thing though, the death head does not move. It just makes this weird bellowing sound. It kind of twitches for a moment. And Carl looks back up at it. Other than that, everybody, including the sheriffs, starts running towards the keep.
Thaddeus, Cal, you guys are making your way like fucking. Oh yeah, you guys are tearing ass through town. Uh, there are fucking undead trying to attack you left and right as you're making your way through fucking town. Um, this inkling fucking wolf is badass. Fucking super badass. What's that? Ant wolf, not an ant wolf, not yeah. an inkling wolf. Ant, yeah, that's ant, right. You're on the ant wolf. An antling wolf. It's fucking badass. What wolf? <laughs> yeah, been smacked already. Um, there's undead throughout this whole city, throughout the whole city, and this is not chaos magic at all. This is e this or not evil. This is undead. Yeah, evil. There's a lot of undead things fucking trying to smack at you as you're riding through town, and you guys get to the edge of the forest line, and you guys make your way. Tearing ass through the fucking forest on this fucking tree and wolf. And you guys get to the lake. And you see the lake. And you see the hole. Which is not a hole in the ice. It's a fucking gate. You see it gated in the ice. And you see undead just crawling out of it. Spirits. The dead. The damned. And you see one death head champion standing there next to the hide with a hand holding onto it. You I see it, Cal. Hand. Oh, I see it. I'm gonna get you close and then we're gonna draw that fucking thing away from it. Wait, the thing is holding it? No, it's it's just guarding fucking it. Flo the hide is floating in the air around this gate. And there's a hand attached to it, like, fucking all dangling on it. Like, it hasn't let go. It's just, it's just moving around. The champion, Deathhead, as I described before, um, is standing there protecting this as all these spirits and undead are crawling from this gate. That thanks. Did you, wait, you brought more than just the end? No, we just rode where that thing is. What we no, I have all the endlings with me. You brought all of them with you? Why would I leave them? To protect the yeah, elves are there. So you you brought the antlings and you the left wolf riders. Did who did you who did you leave there? The ants and the elves. That didn't come across. Yeah, you didn't say that, but we can retcon that if you want. Yeah, I would. That, uh, that's what. The wolf, why would the wolf riders stay inside what, of it? That's what should have happened. Yeah, but I, that was a. Um, oh, I'm sorry if I didn't clarify that, but no, that's right. Uh, well, I'll retcon it. All the wolves are riding with us. Okay. So you guys were tearing ass to the forest with yeah. all the wolves and the one int yes. that transformed into the wolf. Endlings, go start some ruckus to the north of that creature. Get his attention. You see them, they're all cool. They're like, they're like fucking, uh, you know. Like a biker gang. Yeah, they're like a fucking biker <laughs> gang. <laughs> Wh whistle them up. Yeah, they're all line. fucking badass, like a biker gang, yeah. These yeah. are the guys where you were fighting before, but, you know, you killed their friends. I felt really bad about that <laughs> as I was doing it. I told you, they look cool then, too. Yeah. Wearing leathers and fucking yeah. cool hair and shit. I don't want to do it. Someone we had no made idea. Bleeding sap. <laughs> um, or I had to shake one off my sword, you dick. <laughs> Get his attention. Him? Yeah. I'm gonna get Kyle as close as possible, then I'll get his I'll redirect his attention. Here go. They start riding on the ice. And the wolves hit the ice and they start sliding as on the, as soon as they hit the ice lake and they kinda of start getting traction. They go north. Like a like a like a dog on, on fucking tile. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. They hit the so, fucking they hit the ice and they start sliding around and they start kinda of grabbing traction. So as they go north, I'm gonna go northwest. Alright. And start coming around the other way to the backside of the uh uh, the night, 
and that's where I'm going to drop Cal off. Okay. As close as possible. You guys roll initiative. What'd you guys forget for initiative? Seven. Peter? Woo! Six. How many dice you roll? You got seven successes. Eight. Fuck! I got all successes. hell of a roll. I got all successes. You got what? You got all successes, but a botch, so I got seven. Okay. That's six. What's your total? Seven. I got one success. All right. I got five. Oh, total dice rolled? Yeah. Eight. Eight? Okay. uh, You guys hold on to your rolls. I'm going to get to you guys in a second. All right. Um, What are you doing? I'm dropping Cal off as close as possible and then shooting off to the northeast now. Uh, You can't get that close without really drawing a lot of attention from the champion. I'll get as close as I can dropping off Cal and then heading off northeast to where the other wolf riders are. I I jump off. With I that. want you to do a Dex and athletics. Yeah, first. I, I want to do a roll. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I have uh, 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 the merits, graceful and perfect balance. And I'm gonna split my dice pool when I do this. Uh, so I'm gonna roll uh, Dex and athletics. Okay. And, like, and I have uh, eight and a nine. You jump off the wolf yeah. and you slide on the ice a little bit, but you stay on your feet, like you're almost surfing on the ice a little bit. Yeah. And, and then you start, and tra- you grab traction, you start running across well, I the ice. Up, I want to scooch in the direction of the key thing. Okay. The key thingy. You don't scooch, you start running towards it. Yeah. Okay. You start making your way there. And as I'm riding off, I'm pulling out an arrow and my bow. I'm locking it right on that fucking motherfucker. Okay. It seems to turn its attention towards them as you're dropping Cal off. And it seems to... You see him unsheath its sword. And you see this weird ethereal sword get a sheath as he's starting to walk towards Zantlings. And he starts commanding some of the undead and they start kind of... You can't understand what it's saying. It's speaking in a language that you guys don't comprehend. And it starts directing some of the undead that are coming out from this hole towards the entlings riding their wolves. I look at Cal one last time. Don't fuck up. No, I'll try not to. I'll take off. It's your action. When I get further, f- far enough away from Cal, I'm going to notch a uh, loosen arrow at this fucking motherfucker. So you're holding your action for me then. That's how that sounds like it's playing, right? Because I'm jumping off. Yeah. With my action No, is- and then I'm going to take a move action and then loosen arrow. All right, roll. It's your action. Four to hit. It doesn't uh, try to dodge. Go ahead and roll damage. Three. Okay. It sticks in its shoulder. It kind of looks down at its shoulder. And kind of looks towards you, your direction. I point at him, drop my bow and arrow, and pull out my sword. On the the wolf? Yep. Starts walking towards you. The uh, champion doesn't seem to be noticing you because he's got an arrow stuck out of his shoulder and he's walking towards Badius as he's on the wolf. Cool, cool beans. I'm, I'm holding uh, half my dice pool for another action. Badius, you see him raise his arm up like this and he goes like this uh, in a crushing motion with his fist and you see the imp that you're riding just collapse and fall into like Shrub- a old, shrubbery. Yeah, it just fucking collapses onto the ice and crashes down. I guess I'll roll athletic, uh, Dex and Athletics. Cal, what are you doing? Uh, skating my way towards that key. You're at the key. Huh? You're at the key and the opening and you see all these things cl- as they pour out they're 
all directing their attention to the antlings and the no antlings. successes. You fucking slide across the ice. Scourge. Fucking face first on your chest as you kind of slide a couple of feet. And you kind of... You see it, you know, in your corner of your eye, you see it stop doing what it's doing. And he starts walking towards you again. You kind of start picking yourself off the ice. Throw my cloak over my shoulder and grab my sword. Cal, I, um, I grab these the, antlings are getting their asses handed to them by the fucking dead. That's what they're meant to do. I grab the key and I put it in my pouch and I draw both blades... And start hauling. Give me a willpower. Safe. Or a uh, willpower check. Sure. Dude, it would be awesome if you melted again. <laughs> <laughs> Not this day. Not this day. Uh, 10, 8, 8, 9, 1, 7. All right. Uh, you got 110 and you botched it and you got a 9. Yep. All right. So 1, 9. 1, 9. You're safe. You start making your way back to the keep. By hauling dick. And I'm I'm double running. You see the tunnel that Badius spoke about before in the woods when you get to there. I imagine you talked about that. Yeah. Showed him where it was. Yeah. We talked about that in the last game. You get to the tunnel. You open it. And you close it behind you. And as you're crawling through the tunnel... With this hide, it starts feeling kind of warm. Like, it's keeping you warm. Like when you pee in the shower? (laughs) Or the bathtub? (laughs) Where do people pee? I don't know. It's keeping you warm. All right. And you start making your way back to the keep. Badius, your action. Cool. I I pull a defensive stance, and then with my left hand, I pull the vial of healing potion out of my... You already used your healing potion. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. When? when you got run down by the fucking magistrate yeah, this on episode 10. Fuck. Yeah, that happened. I just stand uh, in a defensive stance. Full defense. Um, he comes at you. He runs and does one swift attack at you. 10, 8, 7, 1, so a 10 and an 8, and a 6, so... Oh, and a five. So three, four, four successes. Five successes. Five successes? Yeah. To parry. Um, you do not parry. He hits. Not very good. I took one with my armor. Okay. Uh, you take three lethal. And he goes through your kind of, as you're parrying, he kind of goes through it, and you see a sword just go right through it, and it goes right into your side. But it keeps moving, and it goes through your armor, through your side, and it kind of spins around, and then it kind of takes the sword and spins back around again, and it kind of goes to another stance and takes a step back a little bit. And you don't feel like it went through your armor. You didn't hear it, but then you feel the pain inside as it hits you. And you take three lethal damage, and you can feel it. Your insides are burning at the moment. Your action. Uh, I'm going to use my maneuver because I'm assuming he's wearing armor. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's three successes. Okay. Um, he can't. He's, uh, he can parry, but his difficulty is an eight as well. He doesn't have an action left. Oh. Roll damage. Nine, six, six, nine, ten. So how many damage? One, two, three, four, five. Okay. He takes five levels of damage. 
After he attacks you, you slide back on the ice a little bit and you thrust your sword into his chest, piercing through his armor. And it, it goes in pretty deep. And you pull it out super quick, like. I would suggest parrying. Or you do whatever you want. I'll split my dice pool. Uh, eight, seven, eight, one, so two successes. Two successes, you do not parry. Uh, give me a 50% chance of soak first. I got one, oh, well, I got one success on soak anyways. I'm not wearing armor really, I'm wearing just light leather armor. It's two, one. Okay, uh, you take another two levels of damage. He sidesteps and moves around to your backside and he quickly strikes across your back. You kind of buckle in pain. All right, I'm mauled. So you're taking a negative two. It's your action. You have that other last action. I blow a willpower point and roll my 1d10. That's a 10. So two successes. Roll damage. Six, seven, eight, eight. You spin your sword around from behind you and you strike from the rear and it goes through his chest and he collapses and all you see is the armor laying there. He didn't save anything to dodge again? No. I fall to the ground. Oh, he's cocky. He's a champion of Farine. He's fucking cocky. Or was a champion of Farine. Resurrected. And you see the death helmet staying there. Uh, you're bleeding out. Unless you do something to heal yourself, you're... Gonna end up bleeding out eventually. Being I can mauled. stop the bleeding. You better try. Davius, Grimdorf, uh, what'd you guys get for initiative? Five. One. You guys see all the townsfolk you saved. You also see the Knights of Dunier. Some of them are on the wall. Some of them are mounted on their horses in the courtyard ready for attack. Uh, the elves, the ants, because we retconned that they stayed. The mercenaries and the Chaos Legionnaires all defending the keep walls. The dead are attacking the walls by the hundreds, um, maybe even thousands. And the spirits are picking them up individually one by one and dropping them on top of the walls, engaging your forces. The elves are using bows to defend and the ints are in the courtyard ready to defend if they breach the walls. The spirits don't seem to be attacking um, your forces, more like distracting them after they drop the rays uh, dead so they can attack them. Uh, but it's going slow for the offenders and they aren't making much headway. Um, at that moment, you see four of the Deathhead champions get together and place a giant grapple hook at the end of the chains of frozen binding and then place it on one of the tentacles of the Deathhead. Um, the chains of frozen binding are still attached to the Deathhead and it, it rears back and launches this huge grappling hook through the hair and it smashes on top of the left wall. You hear screams of terror as it lands, crushing several elves and legionnaires in the process of it landing. 
Ophelia is also struck by this grappling hook and it rends her and she screams in pain as it tears her in half, uh, grabbing the wall lip. I take a swing at it. It's a uh, Grimdor's action, right? I had first. Oh, you yeah, had first? Yeah, for sure. Your action. Yeah. Five successes to hit it. You hit. Roll damage. Six. Six? Damage? Yes. It soaks too. Uh, yeah, that, it, it bends it and opens it a little bit, but it's going to take yeah, another hit. That was the thought in my mind. This is going to take two fucking shots. The death head bellows as it pulls the chain and collapses a huge section of the wall, crushing everybody else that was standing on that part of the wall. Octavius, you also spill from the wall. Um, go ahead and give me a uh, dex and athletics check. Difficulty of an eight. I got five. Octavius, you dive and grab a little bit of the footing of the wall, the part of the wall that didn't collapse, and you watch the rest of it collapse. At that moment, the dead engage the ants as they invade the keep. Oh, shit. Now, why the death head isn't just coming in and fucking eradicating this place, you don't know. But it's not. Grimdorf, at mm. that moment, you see Kara speak some strange verbiage, and her hands start glowing this black kind of glowing unlight. That's the only way I can describe it around her hands. And you see the sheriff start lifting up off the ground, and she launches him like a cannonball through the air, and he hits the top of the wall, engaging with a couple of Knights of Dunier and some uh, mercenary soldiers, and he starts attacking them as he lands. All right. Ironfall. He stops and gets you get his attention. Why don't you pick on someone your own size? <laughs> what was your initiative, uh, Grimdorf? One. <laughs> um, well, you get to go because it's your action. All right. Oh, come on. Fucking shit roll right there. What you got for me, baby duck? That's right. <laughs> Oh, with good, my good, good, good. <laughs> with my willpower point, it's uh, three successes. All right. Um, if he used his action getting onto the wall, he has no moves, right? That's correct. He attacked two of the. Yeah, he came up on the wall. Yeah, and he started attacking. Yeah, he's got no. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he's bitched oh, out. Oh, Grimdorf is gonna open him like a can of worms. Uh, oh. He's only got uh, armor. Oh, Grimdorf. Get you some dwarf. <laughs> God, I rolled ass for damage, too. Six damage. Did you do your trait thing? I did, and I spent a willpower point. Man. Shit. He only soaks two. So he takes four damage. You charge towards the sheriff, and you spin your two-handed, two-handed sword around from your backside and spins upward, and it hits the sheriff on the hip bone and goes right up his armor to his left shoulder and kind of cracks the armor open like a can opener and you see blood kind of spray out as he kind of gets slammed back to the lip of the wall and you can see a surprised look on his face after you hit him. You see Kara sees what happens and she yells from the ground, I'd fall! And then suddenly the death head gets pissed and starts bellowing and starts moving forward and it starts getting to the wall and as it reaches the wall, its tendrils start slapping about. And you see it slap a, a Knight of Dunier. And you can see as his soul just knocks. It slaps the soul right out of him. It hits another elf. His 
stuff goes flying everywhere as it hits him and knocks him right off the wall and lands on the ground. You see his bitch slaps the soul out of him too. And every tendril that hits a person and has fallen, you see them twitching for a moment and you see their eyes go white. And then you see them turn almost immediately from alive to the walking dead. Grimdorf. Yes. The sheriff is attacking you. All right. He turns to you and looks at you and he's like, ha, hope you have more than that. Yikes. Did he take penalties from the four damage he took? Uh, he takes a negative one. All right. All right. Your action. He's doing a maneuver on you. Okay. I don't have an action. It's a new round. Oh, it's a new round? Yep. Well, shit. Yeah. Split your dice or go full defense? No, I'm gonna soak it. And then just do your maneuver and fucking cop, chop him down. Alright, roll, exactly. roll uh, soak on... How much do I roll to soak? Whatever your armor is. Alright. I think it's six. It is four. One success. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm rolling you shit. You only soak one? He spins his fucking goddamn hammer around. He comes around the fucking front of your fucking head. And he hits you right broadside across the side of the head, Grimdorf. And it knocks your helmet off and it sends it fucking flying. And you take six damage to your fucking dome, bro. Oh. You can drink your potion is as a move action. Is it five less dice or is it negative? Hey, you can drink your you potion, can drink your potion as a move action. Yeah, move action. Right. It's a move action to drink a potion? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you only get to take... Uh, he can't split his dice pool after that, can he? He doesn't split his dice pool if he's using full damage. I'm saying he can't do that maneuver if he's losing his move action, can he? Yeah, the maneuver doesn't affect his move action. Right. He just can't split it, his dice pool. Unless it sp specifically says it takes a move action to do this maneuver. Right. What does a health potion do? It takes away everything. Really? That's what Mortis said. It heals everything. You drink the whole thing. All right. Well, I chug the health potion then. That's that's kind of a no-brainer. Then I take another swing. I would okay. think I would split a dice pool for that if he was so mauled like that. Yeah, I think so too. That, yeah, I don't. That's that, not. A, I that can't. Doesn't that, seem very that, right. that really sent that. All right. Um. You know what? You can take your action to to because you're at a negative five right now. You're not going to take a move action just to drink a potion and be able to attack. I'm going to say, um, at a negative five, you're going to take use your action to drink the potion. Is what you gotta yeah, do. Yeah, but is act. Uh, but you still get a move. You can take a couple steps away while you're doing. And I don't do that. I'm gonna swing. I still have three dice left, and I have two more willpower. So. So roll. Huh. Balls to the wall. I like that. Mm-hmm. A nine, nine, and a ten. So I get to roll another die. A nine. You can't defend. Roll damage. Four successes. So you do not drink the healing potion. You just attack and respond. Yeah. Yep. You fucking! Ah, you just fucking attack him back, dwarf. Mm -hmm. I would have been drinking that, running away, and flipping people off on the, my way out of the door. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! Ask for damage again, but this time I had uh, another four damage from the uh, successes from the attack, so it's gonna be uh, seven damage. Seven damage? Yes, sir. He soaks one. Jesus. All right, so that's another six damage to him. I guess he's dead. 
you respond almost immediately by after getting smacked in the side of the head and your helmet getting launched off. You spin your sword around, your spy hander, and you spin it around from the right side this time, and you hit him so hard right in the chest, it splits him like a can of tuna, and you just hear this kerchunk sound. But the, the force is so mighty, and... It falls. He falls to the ground, and he rolls off the side, and he kind of gets his foot stuck uh, stuck on the side of the wall, and he doesn't fall off the wall completely. Um, and it, and he's as he's dying, he's gasping for air, and he can't say anything, he can't do anything. He's just gasping for air, and Grimdorf, um, as he's dying, because you cut him, you hit him right across the neck. It cuts through his uh, protection, his armor protection across his neck. And you almost cut his fucking head off with that six damage. And so he's bleeding out. His head's fucking hope opened up on that side there. And his eyes are wide. And he's just looking around. And he reaches his arm out. And he's just kind of grasping at anything. All right. Well, I grab his hand. He holds your hand as he dies. Make peace with your ancestors now. And they may just forgive you. He can't say anything. He's just gurgling blood. And then he dies. I'll let go. He starts hanging there. Octavius, you start making your way to the area where Grimdorf is, and you see him kind of on his knee uh, looking down at Ironfall. Jesus, man. Hand him my potion. That was hard. He doesn't well. look good. He looks bad. He looks really fucking bad. Uh, his head save is it for split. Yourself. His head is split open, and it, it looks like you can see brain matter. On, on fucking Grimdorf right now. His yeah, head's busted open. So probably, probably you don't even know where the helmet went. Well, probably not that much gray matter. Am I right? Drink this now. I'm a lot more protected than you are. I've got this shield in front of me. And you could return the favor if I need it. Very well. We'll take a break there. Cal, we are at you now. You passed the will save, so you're actually carrying the uh, the key by hand, right? Yeah. Like you're touching it. And you're no, I've got it. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I have it by hand. Yeah, you've been I, fucking I didn't... carrying the fucking leathered skin around with you. Um, but you passed the will save. Yeah. So the uh, tunnel you enter at the front of the lake is surrounded and masked by frost, icicles, moss, and rocks. The, uh, the grate has been pulled open free and is lying on the ground next to it. And any of the gray water in it has uh, been frozen. When you get in there, it's completely dark. And you walk in the complete dark for about a mile. 
Uh, you can stand, uh, com- like stand completely tall up inside this this sewer line, um, and you have about two foot headroom. Now, it, like I said, it's slippery, and there's a slight uh, grade going up as you climb it. Now, there are several spots that go up where you have to climb up a ladder until you get to another uh, sewer line main. And then, uh, you know, he keeps doing that until you get to the Cape, uh, the Keep's main sewer line. From there, you take it to the courtyard of the Keep where you hear the battle ensuing. You climb up another main, and from there you see a bunch of families from town hiding at the last sewer main, waiting to be escorted out of the sewer. They look at you with lost eyes, but you're focused. You have a job to do, and you have somewhere you need to go. Uh, From there, you climb the last ladder to the courtyard uh, manhole and open it. As you peer out of the manhole and you start climbing out, you can see the east wall has fallen, and Ents and some of the Knights of Dunier on horseback are scattered about with legionnaires, and they're fighting the hordes of dead pushing in. On the west wall, you see the death head towering over it, uh, making this ominous sound, uh, squiggling its tentacles around here and there, and elves and mercenaries and legionnaires are fighting with it and shooting it with arrows and hitting it with their swords and whatever they can. Uh, the occasional horror of watching the life sapped out of uh, someone being bitch-slapped by a tentacle, well, you see that every now and again. And you see why he's called the Death Head. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a, uh, a broad perception check. Uh, I'm trying to spot um, uh, Grimdorf and um, uh, uh, Octavius. Two tens, a nine, and two sixes. Two Bro- tens? Two tens. And two, a nine. Two, two, nine. two tens, two sixes, and one nine. Okay. Well, with that roll, you see, first thing you see is, is Octavius and Grimdorf fighting on the wall. Second thing you see is the sand on the ground is vibrating. Now with that roll, you notice the uh, the vibration of the sand is not coming from the death head or the direction where the death head is fighting, which is where Octavius and Grimdorf is. And it's coming from the keep. With two tens, you can probably figure out exactly where it's coming from. It's coming from the bell tower. All right. Well, I'm going to make my way to that... Bell tower. You got to go inside the keep. You got to find your way through the keep. You sure. Get, yeah. That's where I'm headed. All right. You make your way in to the keep. And as you get through the main hall, you get to the courtyard and you see servants kind of running around. They're acting pretty crazy. It looks like they're gathering things. It looks like they're trying. looks like they're getting trying to get the fuck out of there, but they're like collecting things. You don't know what they're collecting, but they're collecting things. I'll grab one of them. You grab, he, uh, he's a manservant. Grab him by the sleeve. He shouts in Marmon at you, and then he realizes that you're not a Marmon. Put me up to the clock tower. You have to go to the east courtyard, and you have to climb it from there. There's a, there's a garden out there. You take the garden, to, you'll see a door to the clock tower. Uh, there's a lock on the door. Um, Outstanding. He starts kind of going through his keys. I, I, don't, I don't know which key it is. I'm going to... Grab him by the scruff of his neck. All right, lead the way. No, I am not going out there. Take me up there now, or whenever is attacking this castle is going to be the least of your worries. If you insist. Oh, I do. You guys start making your way through the halls. Um, this keeps big. 
It's about three times the size of Octavius's home. You go go to this huge kind of dining hall, and there's a big table out there, but everything's kind of knocked over, and, and things are out of place, and there's these nice, really pretty windows that line this dining hall, and on the other Stain, side of the window... glass? No, just regular windows. Yeah. Now, even the regular windows are, you know, marbled a little bit because it's old-school glass, yeah, right. but the still, you can see through it, and through it you see a snow-covered courtyard in the middle of this keep. And there are, it's a garden out there. There's really pretty gardens out there. There's a, um, and then beyond that, there's a frozen over pond. And then beyond that, there's the border wall for the keep. And along that border wall, you see a tower going up. And at the top of that tower, you see a bell tower up there. But there's a door there. And there's, from what you can see, looking through, you're like, you're in the dining hall, looking through the glass, looking across the courtyard, looking to the tower door, you can see it. So I see a straight shot through the window? Well, there's a door that goes out, too. So I don't need to break the glass. <laughs> All right, Not good. unless you want to. No, no, no. I mean, <laughs> I would. <laughs> Wait, uh, everything's going to help? I mean, can I? <laughs> yeah. Okay, man. <laughs> Fuck this glass. Uh, he takes you to the door. He opens the door. It's locked. He opens it. And... As he starts walking outside, you hear, you feel the wind. It hits your face, Cal. But it's not wind. It's a fart. <laughs> it's not a fart. <laughs> this fart you speak of, what is this? <laughs> no. Um, like I said, you hear this sound, which sounds like wind, and it hits your face. And then you see this, you see red stuff just spray all over the wall next to you as he's walking out and from his shoulder to his nipple just opens up and he collapses onto the ground um with a gurgling kind of sound coming from him as his in this is whatever organs are in that part of his chest cavity dump out um he kind of twitches and his eyeball looks around a little bit and he's obviously not dead just yet but he's gonna die in a minute and coming through the wall is one of these uh, white armor adorned death head champions holding a huge glaive um, that just split this guy and he's, he's he's standing right across from you now so initiative uh, I'll draw are you pulling dagger and sword yeah. yeah you know what I'm just gonna haul ass towards the fucking I'm, I'm just gonna fucking well if you get your initiative you can yeah alright all right. let's go fast put your panties do on it, do it do it Come on, you pussy. There's no way around it. All right, Unless well, you go back the way you came. Which you can. You yeah. can go back the way you nah, came. No, I'm not going to go back the way I came. You can Fuck. run from him, but this guy's just going to run behind you, too. All right, all right. Fine, 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 fine. This is the uh, the last game. If I die, I die. Uh, I'm going to split my dice pool. And uh, and I, I will uh, attack him um, with uh, both weapons. All right, uh, six and a seven, first attack, and the second one is a nine and a two. Okay. Well, he does parry your first shot. He takes, like, as, you're, as he cuts that dude in half in front of you, and you immediately react with quick draw. Your sword and your dagger come out, and you immediately come in with your first attack with a sword, and you kind of uppercut, you know, with your sword kind of up, and he kind of immediately forces his glaive upward, and blocks that one and as you do that you come in around his left flank 
and get him right into the side. So roll damage on that one. Try and get through his armor. Uh, there's no way I can get over seven with a dagger. Probably not. I got a. I gotta, it's a strength plus one. Not through armor. Yeah. No. Um. It's is his his action. He split his dice pool. Okay. Well, I I, I saved some. I'm gonna burn a willpower for my dodge. Okay. Uh, what'd you get? Uh, five five seven. Five five seven. Two. Yeah. That's the nice thing about that feat too. Is you can split yeah. dice however you fucking want. Yeah, as you please. You hit him in the side with that that dirk that you're holding, and he kind of looks up at you, and you see his dead face with the skull nose and the mouth, and it kind of looks at you as you do that, and he spins his glaive around, and he comes up across your chest, and your armor soaks until it goes past your breast, and then it skims your face as it comes up, and it kind of knocks your head back a little bit, and you take two lethal to your face. Motherfucker. Um, I'm going to attack with my, um, uh, 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 Elven longsword, and then I'm gonna uh, save uh, my dagger for uh, parrying. All right, I have uh, four successes. Um, he does not parry. Ooh, roll damage. Yeah, four successes. Okay. Get that shit. Get that shit. Eight damage. Eight damage. So he took one. He takes one. His action. Um, he reaches out his arm as you like, cause you you kind of turn as you kind of go through the door a little bit, and you come across, and you do like a, a thrust motion with your with your elven blade to try and penetrate his armor, which it does, and it kind of goes into his chest a little bit, and you see it, it breaks through the armor a little bit, and as you pull out. And you're kind of moving past him a little bit. He reaches out his arm, and he tries to grab you. Go ahead and you can. Uh, it's not uh, really a parry with. No, I'm a straight up. You can. I'm dodge. a straight up dodge that yeah. shit. Well, you can try. I can try. I can try. Uh, two successes to dodge. Okay, he does grab you. He grabs you forcefully by the chest, and um. You can feel your feet lift off the ground. Willpower check. <clears throat> Difficulty of a seven. As you're dangling his grasp, you feel... The only way I could describe it is you feel defeated almost. Um, which is... Out of character, you feel Carsis entering your soul. Right? Like, no, like, like it's, it's okay yeah. to go to sleep. Yeah. 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 Uh, three successes... You got three successes? With a 10. Uh, you block those thoughts that are trying to enter your mind as your action. Attack with my sword, and I'm going to go for his arm that's holding me. Okay, well, that's a targeted attack, so you can't split your dice pool doing that. Correct, yeah. Okay. And it's going to be a higher difficulty. Actually, no, fuck that. He's holding me, and I, and I have an action. I'm going for his fucking head. It's go. still a targeted attack, and it's going to be a higher difficulty. That's that, that fine. And what I'm do gonna, you think? Diffi what's your difficulty normally? Six. So that's got a, that's got at least an eight, right? Mm-hmm. One, two. Uh, two nines. Two nines. 
Um, I'll let you add one of those to your damage since it's a targeted attack at his neck. Oh, and I will burn a willpower for my damage roll. Seven damage. Well, it's a targeted hit. He has no armor up there. So, um, it, it, it crunches right through the little neck plate that is there. And he takes about six damage to his neck. And he releases, it, it releases, it, you don't know what it is. It's grasped from you and it falls to its knees. And you see it kind of swaying there on its knees. And you, you can hear this awful noise coming from it. And you see this weird dust particle come from its neck wound. And then ectoplasm starts pouring out from there, too. Ugh. Uh, I'm fucking leaving it, and I'm running towards <laughs> the goddamn door. Of it, the, uh, as you're the leaving tower. it, it goes to... Puts its other arm down as it falls to the ground, and it holds itself from falling. And you see it raise its other hand, and you see this weird green light come from its other hand. Oh, son of a bitch. And it starts kind of pulsating like this as you're running towards the tower. You get to the tower door, you have a bunch of keys. Yeah. You have a bunch of keys in your right hand, and you have your thief's kiss mic up. Oh, I never grabbed his keys. Oh, you didn't? No, I never grabbed... No, no. Um, Go ahead and give me a large... You've got quick draw. Drop both weapons and uh, quick draw my my, uh, thief's kit. Okay. And larceny and... Uh, you kneel down and you start fucking picking away. Uh, what's the difficulty on that? On on the lock? On this lock in particular, it's a master lock, so it's an 8. I have a 9 and an 8. You pick it with ease and it takes you one round to pick it. You kind of, as you imagine, you'd probably... Tr- you know, put your tools away as quickly as you can. Right. It takes you an action to do that and pick up your weapons and kind of stand up. Do you look behind you? Hmm? Do you look behind you? No, I'm, I'm just moving forward. Okay. Um, you see immediately as you enter, you see a spiral staircase. The room itself, the tower itself, it's about the size of this living room. What do you think? About 12 foot by 12 foot. And there's a spiral staircase that goes all the way up the, you know, 100 yards or so it is up to the top. Start climbing, motherfucker.
All right. Well, that's going to be the end of part one. Um, part two will be coming out shortly in a couple of weeks. Hopefully next week. We'll see. Um, part two is going to be a little bit shorter of an ep- episode as far as gaming's concerned. A little bit longer. Uh, this, we're all in dialogue for the whole season is going to be in part two. And I'm going to wrap up the game uh, and, and the beginning of part two. So we'll see what happens uh, in part two of the finale of episode 12, season one, The Obsidian Death Head. Um, I want to thank again all my co-hosts and gamers. And um, I also want to thank all the, the people that helped produce this show. Um, you know, Stephanie Hall, she's my girlfriend. She's helped out a lot. Uh, Neil's helped out. Everybody's, all the guys have helped out. Jake, especially, he's been an executive producer on the show. Um, also, I want to say a special thanks to uh, Preston Hardwick, who's been uh, mastering every episode and helping me mix. Um, I usually edit everything together and do a light mix, and, and then I bring it over to his house, and we'll sit there till three, four o'clock in the fucking morning sometimes, mastering this shit, and it's, it's tedious. Um, but I want to I want to say thanks for working with us. Um, looking forward to season two, working with you, and then uh, make sure you tune in. Like I said. Um, Tune in next time for, or next, hopefully next week, next two weeks maybe, for part two of the finale of the Obsidian Deathhead Derp. Um, <laughs> this episode was produced by Dark Waters. All music is original, uh, done by Lucian Dreams. Which can I, I'm just gonna say, you know, it's me. Lucian Dreams is my side project. <laughs> it's it's my stuff. I'm doing the music. I do all the music. Lucian Dreams is my my side gig. Um, <laughs> I'll be releasing an EP of that soon, so I hope for you guys to check that out too. Um, and uh, actually, the song playing in the background right now is my other side project with my brother Neil called uh, "Inherit the Fire." That song is called "Painted Red." So make sure you listen to the to, at the end of the dialogue here to the rest of the song. There, there'll be an EP coming out with that too, hopefully soon. Again, this episode is mixed and mastered by myself, Nick Nelson, and Preston Hardwick. Make sure you check out obisia.com, O-B-Y-S-S-I-A-H, for the, all of our cool stuff on the website, updates of things that are coming up. Please, 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 um, season two is not going to happen without a uh, solid Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash record of Mortimus. Uh, help support the show. Um, help us get season two up and off the ground. We're going we're gonna to definitely need the help with that. Um, also, uh, go to any of our social medias. If you search anything on social media, Record of Mortimus, you're probably going to find this show. There's pictures, there's, you know, things. You can hit us up with questions on there. Please share, let your friends know about the show. Tell your friends about it. Uh, rate the show. Uh, help spread, spread the love a little bit. Thanks again for listening to part one of Record of Mortimus, the Obsidian Deathhead. Thanks. Thanks.